And way too many people then try to press down their voice, force it to go deeper. Now, after all, that's how not to do it. Basically, everything you're doing by force might, or better, will harm your voice as a long-term effect. Welcome back everyone, welcome to the Worth the Right People podcast, it's your host Crispin Scholz and today's guest is Helge Zido. Helge is a professional speaker with over 30 years of experience. He, his first professional speaking job was actually in a commercial at the age of 15 um, and Helge you spoke in and for almost every genre and for anyone listening and anyone who lives in Germany, um, it might be the case that you have heard his voice before because he's also has been all over German TV and radio and uh, in documentaries, commercials, infomercials. So um, yeah, I'm really glad having you here, Helge. And I wanted to say uh, thanks for being here. And um, Helge, how are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm very nervous because uh, usually I'm. Uh, not used to give interviews in English, although I had spent quite a lot of time in the United States, but, um, well, we spoke that before. <laughs> It's uh, quite a different situation, but I'm, I'm really, well, I'm, I'm glad for, for you to have me here. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm very excited. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought I thought we, we start in um, and we start discussing the basics of having a great voice. So what would you say from your experience, what are the basics that make a great voice? The basics of a great voice, that brings us uh, to another question. Uh, the basics for a great voice, it's generally a question of mindset. It's, it's, um, it's in special, this means um, you should have far more than just an idea of what you talk about. Uh, you must believe in what you say. You must trust yourself, trust your voice, and that you sound like you wish, and that you are able to express whatever you want to say. Um, well, um, speaking of mindset, that's actually a big word that's used a lot, perhaps too much today, but uh, what does it implicate? Um, The key to, to having a good voice actually is self-reflection. You want others to listen to what you're saying, so you have to start listening to yourself. That's the one big step you have to go. Question yourself, listen to yourself, and if you're not able to listen to yourself, why should others listen to you? So um, thinking about that brings us to a very simple conclusion. The basics of a great voice and, well, connected with that, great uh, speech, is not necessarily a great voice, but it's your inner conviction. If that fits, your actual voice is not so important. The message is. Mm. That's very interesting. That 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 is kind of different from you know what what I would think when I when I start out and look look on that topic. And um, so let 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 me and let us know throughout the interview. Um, if there's any other kind of contradictions that come up, just feel free to point them out. Um, but I, I would go from what I think to kind of go through the questions. One of the next questions I would have is um, when I think of voice, you know, I feel like breathing might be important. So um, what's your take on breathing and, you know, how, how to breathe properly when speaking? 
Um, that's, well, I, I say one important precondition, so to say, for uh, correct breathing is to actually do it, to actually breathe. Uh, that, that sounds uh, funny at first, but, um, well, as I hear many people talking, speaking, so many people simply forget to breathe while talking. Uh, then they try to pack as much content in a sentence as possible. The sequences get longer and longer. And suddenly they realize, oh, oh my God, I'm out of breath. And that brings you to hurry up. Speaking, everything might sound like you're in a hurry. and You don't want that. Instead, you want people to listen to you. So it's important to actually slow down, as I'm doing now, and take your time to breathe deliberately. Pause your speech for a second. That gives you a moment to, to reconcentrate, to refocus. And also that gives your listeners the chance to understand whatever you're talking about. So in the end, correct breathing is a question of rhythm, finding your own rhythm on the one hand, and on the other hand, Simply breathe. Simply do it. Breathe. Take your time. That's 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 all. As as simple as it sounds. <laughs> I like that because I feel like, you know, with breathing, as you said, you know, there's a lot that comes into it. Um, you know, sometimes you might be talking very fast and you forget to breathe, and you know, then you have these situations where you're simply rushed and you don't you don't have to. And especially you know a case where I feel like you know this is this can happen is when you have to give a speech and that's i feel like when you know people get nervous and when when there's something important coming up or even you know it could be like us sitting here in a podcast in an interview or something like that um what would be your advice before such important moments and before you speak somewhere where you know it's going to be important um the most important thing is well Actually, you could have also asked how I prepared for our interview right now. Yeah. Uh, for me, personally, it's it's not an everyday task, not yet, to give interviews. I may be used to speak the whole day, to speak behind the microphone, but uh, these texts I, I read then are usually written and I simply have to read them. Well, yes, simply, you know, <laughs> but talking about myself is, is nothing I do every day especially in English. I am still native German, and that's what I talk most of the time. Sure, I, yes, I, I may have spent lots of time at the East Coast of the United States in the past, but that was 20 years ago. And even then, I still was not used to give interviews. So, to come back to your question, so before important speech, I ask myself, okay, where do I want to go? Where do, what do I want to say? And the best way for me to prepare for that is to write down the topics I want to talk about. That's what I did in the morning. I wrote down possible answers on possible questions and I learned them. It's, it's still exactly what I want to say, but by preparing myself like that, I get a secure feeling. In the interview, I don't have to start thinking about what I want to say and how I express that in English. I simply go into that prepared. It may be in a year or so that I'm used to that and, and can give interviews like out of the box in an instant. But as long as I'm not really used to it, I'll do what I can to secure myself. Yeah? Um, and uh, to say that, I would not only do that in English, but also in German. No matter what language, prepare to secure yourself. 
And that's the same with, with all things to, to speak, with all things you're simply not used to. And even if you are used to, try to prepare yourself the best way you can. The, the energy you put into that beforehand is energy not lost, but you actually win this energy in the very situation. That really helps. That's what I did today. That's and, quite impressive. Yeah. And, and, and then, of course, um, um, the, 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 the other thing is, is the technical side of it. Um, do a warm-up. Hum a melody to warm up your, your vocal cords. Avoid stress situations, uh, let's say, in the last few hours before your important speech. Uh, and if you can't fully avoid it, look that you, well, uh, can come down again in the time before starting. Again, the energy you invest here into preparing yourself is energy you actually win. You know, you know what I, you know, I said, impressive, first of all, but second of all, I wanted to say quite inspiring because I feel like I see that, you know, talk to, you talked about mindset in the beginning mm -hmm. and I think a lot, you know, when it comes down to mindset and having the confidence to do something, it comes, as you say, as you said, through repetition and kind of through that process of, you know, visualization, if you want to call it like that, you, you kind of put yourself in that situation and then we all know this when we've done something a thousand times, then it gets more or less effortless. And, you know, that's, that's a very, you know, very good place to be. And that's, Absolutely. you know, things will get easier. And I, f I feel like you can probably relate to that from your experience. Would you agree? Um, yes, actually, um, the more you do things, uh, the more you repeat them, uh, the more secure you feel with it. But um, it, this, this also may, may lead to the wrong uh, conclusion uh, because um, it also, well, on the, on the one hand, uh, there's the routine you're getting, but on the other hand, um, try, try not to be too confident uh, to, to only uh, see or to only say, uh, I got such a lot of routine in, in doing, uh, I do not have to prepare myself again. It's, um, it's this, this, this may be a wrong conclusion then. Uh, so um, preparing yourself and um, yeah, preparing yourself is, is the best thing you can do always. Uh, no matter uh, how experienced you are in a thing, uh, just to, to give yourself the secure feeling. Hmm. I like that. Um, and, you know, with this, you know, this will surely help when you, you know, you want to perform to the best of your abilities. But then some people may look at their voice and they say that they don't quite like their voice. And I know, for example, um, for the male audience listening, I feel like, you know, the one of the biggest things um, they would focus on is trying to get a deeper voice. So I wanted to raise that question as well. What would you say to that? And if, if at all, is there a way, for example, to get a deeper voice by practice? Now, that's indeed a question I hear very often from, from my customers. And I usually ask them then how they want to sound like. Just deeper or what? How do you want to sound? So, so many people compare themselves, uh, for example, with famous voice actors, although they're not even remotely in range of their sound. And way too many people then try to press down their voice, force it to go deeper. 
Now, after all, that's how not to do it. Basically, you have to do that everything you're doing by force might or better will harm your voice as a long-term effect. Everything you're doing by force. But now back to your question about how to get a deeper voice. For that, let's take a look into our larynx. That's where our vocal cords are at home. And these vocal cords are attached by muscles, little tiny little muscles. The job of these muscles is simply to tighten the cords and to release them anytime we want them to. That's basically what gives the sound to our voice and makes it higher, deeper. If the vocal cords are rather tight, our voice sounds higher. If they are relaxed, our voice sounds deeper. And you can imagine that in the way you played as a child, for example. For example, take a rubber band and tighten it with your fingers and uh, pluck it the same way as you would uh, pluck the strings of a guitar, for example. What happens then? The sound is quite high. Try it the other way around. Loosen the rubber band and pluck again. That makes the sound get deeper, right? And basically, that's the same way as these tiny little muscles work in our larynx. So, uh, for me, the best way to sounding deeper is to relax. Relaxing, we remember, is to, to sound deeper. On the one hand, those tiny little muscles, but um, you can do that best when you relax all the surrounding muscles. Not only in, in your larynx, of course, but um, if you relax all the, the surrounding muscles, like, for example, your neck and your shoulders, uh, that's the best you can do. If they are cramped, the tiny muscles inside your larynx are cramped as well. If they are relaxed, well, then your voice will sound more relaxed as well, and you'll automatically sound deeper. Now, what exactly to do to relax, that's up to you, of course, but always remember what you do in sports, for example. To be able to give your best performance in sports, what do you do? A warm-up. Any of your muscles will work uh, way better if you warm them up properly beforehand. That's also for the muscles inside your larynx. And uh, warmed up properly means more relaxed, means a deeper voice. So, ultimately, what to do to get a deeper voice is, in first, relax. And then, with time and the right use, you'll sound deeper. Do not expect to become a deep black bass if your voice is rather high, but over time you'll experience your voice getting deeper, sounding more uh, sonorous when you do that. And the best quick effect is relax and sound deeper by that. That's a long answer to your question, but uh, I hope <laughs> this is an answer. Relax, that's, that's the key to it. I like that. And I feel like that will come with the preparation as well. And I think Absolutely. that's also one of the tips and like, I mean, one of the, like one of the advices that you give to people when you coach people and you come, when you, when people come to you and ask you to help them with their speech. And I thought for this, you know, practical example, um, why not just take my voice and then we can just look at that, for example. So, mm -hmm. you know, We've, we've talked for a bit now and you've, you've heard me speak. And what would you say, first of all, just from your experience, from maybe also from your gut feeling, what would be areas that I could improve, areas that you would like to point out if I were to improve my voice? Um, I think um, I would recommend to you the same. I would... I just recommended to 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 get a deeper voice. I, I like listening to you, but uh, still you can um, you can 
even relax more. I like I like your sound. I like uh, listening to you. But still, if you're asking what to improve, is relax. Most people don't do that. But it really mm. pays off over all the years to come. So again, uh, what to do to generally improve is warm up on the one hand and try to avoid stress around speaking. Now, you don't sound as if you had uh, any stress today, <laughs> so you sound quite relaxed. Uh, but uh, I, I guess perhaps you want to hear something about technique and so on. Um, sure. That's that's really a thing uh, we should discuss separately because it always depends on where you want to go with your voice and what are your plans. But the one thing you can always improve is relax. That's uh, that's 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 one big improvement because uh, sometimes I feel like ninety uh, percent of the people do not relax uh, while they are speaking. They they are just mm. always in a hurry and 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 that's well. We come back to mindset with that. Uh, it's 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 really it's really um, the big basic of that is is uh, the mindset. Relaxing is part of that mindset too. I feel like that's a great takeaway in, in general. If you were to look at this specific example, is there a difference between relaxing in general and relaxing when you're speaking? So is there anything that comes to your mind that I could do when I'm speaking to effectively relax? Um, you could, for example, start... I don't know, have you ever uh, done any meditation, for example? Um, that's uh, meditation and, and, and breathing uh, exercises. Um, take some time for yourself. Uh, listen to your, to your breath, breathing in, breathing out, coming down from, from all the stress around you. Hmm. Um, that is, uh, on the one hand, that does relax your your body and and uh, on the other hand uh, this also affects your voice if uh, again if those muscles uh, surrounding your neck surrounding your larynx are cramped you will be cramped also your, your voice will sound cramped also and if those muscles around that are relaxed it's it's simple as that uh, well, it sounds simple if those muscles around that are relaxed uh, your voice is relaxed too. But as simple as it sounds, it's uh, not always so easy to learn that. <laughs> it, so, it takes time, it takes a while. Oh, I can imagine. And so did I get it right that the main part is actually happening before I speak? So now that I'm speaking, obviously I'm trying to relax, but should where should the focus lie? More on the part before the speech or like while I'm speaking, is there anything that I, I should really focus on while I'm speaking then in terms of relaxation um, I would say for for me it's uh, about 75% uh, is before the speech mm. and the rest 25% is during uh, the speech it's uh, really uh, preparation is is a very very big part for it uh, if I'm if I'm coming into my studio and I'm I'm stressed and and upset uh, you can hear that even mm. if I'm a professional uh, and I've been so for, for 31 years. Uh, 75% is preparation. I I would say that. Mm. 
that's really interesting. Um, I mean, as I said, great takeaway. And I think this is something, you know, it's interesting. I feel like in life in general, um, a lot of lessons tend to come back to you from different angles. So for example, you know, that's definitely something that I've been working on as well as, you know, relaxing more. Um, and, you know, it's kind of cool hearing that back uh, in that, in that term, in that sense mm. as well. So, uh, thank you for that. And another question I had, um, and uh, as you can tell, and as you know, the audience can tell, I, I, I usually like to keep it very, um, concrete and focused. And so I just use myself and as an, as an example, um, when I'm preparing for a podcast like this, and you know, for example, I'm I'm doing an intro for a person, so I'm introducing them, um, letting the audience know what the podcast is going to be about. You know, I'm mostly preparing for that. For example, with a piece of text that I have next to me, and from time to time, maybe someone in the audience gets to have the same kind of the same situation, and they have to read something aloud. They have to to read from a script, um, and they want to make sound engaging and not like they're actually reading from from a script so and i think that's a, that has been a big part of your job as well you know yeah, reading absolutely. from scripts and scripts and doing that very well so i thought i'd just ask you about your advice when it comes to reading from script um that's also a matter of uh, the right preparation if well it's, it's two sides. Uh, if you have the chance to edit what you want to say, write it as you would say it. Uh, spoken language is way different from written language. And uh, in this preparation, read it loud so that yourself can hear it in your normal reading voice, your normal speaking uh, voice. To not only whisper it to yourself, uh, sometimes in, in preparation you tend to, uh, to like that, don't do that. Really read it as you would speak it out loud. Uh, do not only whisper it to yourself, make it heard to yourself. Uh, that you can hear yourself talking like you would in, in, in direct speech. And that makes a big difference. If you hear what you are reading for the first time when the public hears it, it's too late. You will find out by yourself. If the text sounds spoken or written by just simply uh, hearing it in preparation, you've got a feeling for that, trust yourself. So that's the best way when you can edit the text by yourself. But what, of course, to do the other side, if you have to read a text that is written in a special way and you're not allowed to change things like you want to do. Also, in this case, it's important to read it loud so that you can hear it during preparation. Still before that, Listen to yourself and all the people around you. It's, it's not only uh, in this very moment when you are in the preparation, but before. Uh, I tend to, to listen to, to all the people surrounding me. How do they speak? How do they pronounce things? And uh, you get a feeling how you and they, the people around you, sound naturally when talking to each other. Um, we always tend to over-express words when we read them. But always, in this case, ask yourself, if spoken in a conversation, how would I pronounce it then? This is not a matter of, of like, uh, get a result in a minute. It's, it's a matter of testing it out. I even recommend, for example, to record yourself during testing it, during preparation, and then listen to it 
and hear those points when you pronounce differently as you would in daily life. I promise you, that's quite an experience. Try it out. It, it really pays off, but it's a long-term experience. It's nothing you can do uh, over, well, it's, it's not a matter of seconds. I like that. I think it's, that's something that I've experienced as well, is when you first write something and you try to read it aloud, you realize that you have to put it completely the other way. And, you know, after reading it a few times, suddenly it will um, come to make sense. And then it's kind Absolutely. of that process. And I like Absolutely. that a lot. Um, as we were talking about speech, one of the more like one of the final thoughts that I that I was thinking about as well, in terms of the bigger picture, was is it possible to harm your voice? You know, there are situations where you speak a lot and there might be situations where you have to speak very loud, situations where you might scream. Um, especially like when you think of concerts where you, you know, it's harder to reach people. Um, all these situations, can you actually harm your voice long term? That's something I was curious about. Absolutely. Um, I said that before. I said um, everything you do to your voice by force can do harm. So, for example, as I said before, uh, forcing your voice to go deeper can do harm. Screaming can do harm, at least if you don't have the right technique. So the more intense you are using your voice, the more harm you can do if you don't play by the rules. What are these rules, you might ask now? Uh, well, um, have you, for example, ever heard uh, little babies crying? They yeah. can do that for hours. Interestingly, they don't have too bad consequences. Why is that so? Uh, babies simply have a great technique. First of all, they are breathing Deep down, they do the uh, so-called abdominal breathing. And for screaming, they're using their uh, diaphragm to, to help their voice get louder, more intense. That's not really different from what we have learned to as, as actors, as voice actors, but they are doing it automatically. Why? Because it's so much easier to do the abdominal breathing um, babies spend most of their time lying in their little beds or on the floor, on a blanket or so. And in this lying position, it's very stressful to breathe into your chest. You, ha you, have, to, you have to push the muscles. Uh, they, they have a weight on their own. And uh, for doing that, you have to activate more muscles. You need much more energy. Babies need their energy to grow and to develop. So uh, actually, the human body automatically saves energy. That's quite a clever construction. And uh, once we learn to walk, we grow up, the people around us say things like, walk upright, we, we lose this ability, and we have to learn it new whenever we want to work with our voice. So one key to get back to your question, to not harm your voice, is to learn breathing better and uh, using the breath in the right way to, to enhance your voice. Abdominal breathing is very important. And of course, um, you should always, again, keep in mind everything you do by force, at least regarding your voice, can do harm. That's a very simple rule. Don't do anything with your voice by force. If you have to, learn the right technique to avoid harm in the long-term effect. That's it. To know that is a matter of seconds, but to learn all the stuff around that, that might take a while. I can imagine. And while while that takes a while, we might end up with a broken voice from time to time. What Absolutely. would be the best advice you have for someone 
maybe someone listening right now who has a broken voice who had you know maybe they have a cold even you know maybe just a sickness you know um what do you do if you feel like your voice is not on point but it has to be in a matter of hours or days um it's as as well actually in, in this case um if you try too much if you force your voice to to become normal again uh, that also can can harm if you for example uh, have a cold or something like that um doing it with so much force can harm can do harm as well so first of all to get your voice back uh drinking the right things is important uh, the right things in this way are tea herbal tea better than those with fruit and water the best is pure water but not too cold if your voice is kind of exhausted um well one of the best things you can do is to pick a to be um, completely silent for a while. Drink tea or water, for example, also inhale herbal essences. Inhale like uh, steam, steam by, by, by tea. Um, now, okay, mostly for us, or for me especially, it's very difficult to stay silent over a long time uh, as we, or especially I, have to talk in real life a lot. In this case, it's also important to do kind of a warm-up um, as mentioned before, um, keep your vocal cords in motion. For example, you could uh, hum a uh, melody, uh, something that comes into mind, uh, something you've heard on the radio. Uh, just hum a melody, and again, never by force. You should always feel good with what you're doing. And uh, trying to avoid too cold drinks, even ice, no extreme temperatures, not too hot, not too cold. That should work out best. Um, if you have to get your voice back in a matter of, let's say, minutes or uh, at least few hours, um, you should talk to your doctor, especially if you have a doctor somewhere around uh, the larynx, um, a specialist for, for larynx. They do have tips for that uh, one doctor I, I remember uh he gave a few drops he came with a with a long tube into my my um mouth and he gave a few drops of uh menthol menthol um uh, essence directly onto my vocal cords that was oh, really really the hard way I had a voice for two hours or so, but uh, he insisted I had to be silent. I had to stay silent for one day, for one full day after that, because wow. uh, I that could have really harmed my, my vocal cords. Um, that wouldn't have been so good, but uh, a specialist doctor uh, will have some tips, but they really will do it. A good doctor will only do it if... It really, if, if the need is very, very bad, then he will do it. Otherwise, he, a good doctor would always say, stay silent. But there are possibilities, <laughs> of course. I, I, I like how um, you focus on getting back to the basics uh, again mm -hmm. and again. I, I could hear that throughout the whole um, conversation when we started out. Um, you kind of brought it all back to preparation um, you know when it comes to improving your voice you came down to, you made it um, 
pretty concise to come down to a few points. Um, you know, one of the takeaways that I take away is relax. Just, you know, that's probably when we think about the leverage that we have, it's probably one of the the biggest leverages slash the lowest hanging fruit from what I could tell um, just from, you know, having having that conversation with you. And that that's what I wanted this podcast to be to, um, you know, I was just personally really interested and really curious because having a podcast, you know, that's, I thought, you know, that might be a good thing to, to learn about, learn about voice. And I hope that, you know, you know, everyone has a voice, everyone is talking. So I thought, you know, that might be um, good value for the audience. I'm pretty sure it was. So I wanted to, um, first of all, thank you for, for all your insight, Helga. And I wanted to ask you, if, I know that you have a few projects coming up and I wanted to give you a chance to um, say something about what, what you've planned for, for the next, uh, I would say, months to come. Well, um, the first thing that will come out is I have written my first book. Um, right. It actually didn't take much time to, to do so. Uh, I decided in May to do so. On the 18th of May, I decided, okay, I have to write this book, this special book. And it took me a bit more than three months to write. Wow. Uh, that really had to be written. Um, it's, of course, about voice and how you can reach your targets with your voice. May it be professional, may it be personal. Um it's, it's about so many of these aspects we, we talked about today. Mainly, it's about finding one's voice. Uh, so I, I experienced over the years, uh, so many people think they have a bad voice, but actually they, oops, actually they don't. In reality, they only have a bad attitude towards their own voice. That's, uh, in, in my book, I describe the ways how I found my own voice, I've been a voice actor for the past 31 years, and honestly, I was not born to do that for a living. Instead, I had to learn all that as anyone has to. But people see and hear me today and think, oh my, he, I, I bet he's so lucky and, and uh, he has that voice and, and he's successful in his job. But most people cannot imagine that I started so many years ago myself from zero. Uh, my book will come out in November and... At, at least I hope that. <laughs> That's what the edition says. And and then we'll see. Uh, at first, it will be only available in German language, but let's see what the future brings. Um, I would certainly love to bring it in English as well. And the other project um, is um, for the past about 15, 15 to 20 years, uh, people were asking me if I could teach how to use the voice, uh, how to really make the voice better, how to sound better. Um, that's, um, I, I teach uh, entrepreneurs, uh, leaders, coaches, how to better use their voice to, to reach their targets in, in their jobs. I'm, so I'm, I'm working as a voice coach as well. And I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to build that up bigger. Uh, I, well, build a company around that. Uh, of course, parallel to that, I'll still be working as a voice actor. And well, I'm for the for the moment, I'm I'm building a company around that. And uh, the book is the first step, and uh, will come many other little and bigger steps. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward. It's an interesting time, a great time at the moment. <laughs> 
Yeah, and and I know you know I know that we we spoke um, besides the podcast, and you you were talking about the projects and your vision that you have coming up, and yeah, um, yeah I'm personally pretty excited for that. And um, first of all, um, let me know right away when the book will come out, and then also um, I'm pretty curious where you are going with the company, and you know I will uh, use the chance and put where put everything that people might want to find about you in the episode description as well so they can um you know they can follow you they can um see when the new projects are coming out and um yeah just stay in the loop and also ask you probably can can ask you a question or two if they wanted to reach out um yeah yes on the one hand i have my 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 name website uh helgesido.de um, and now, for the last few weeks, uh, I have a new website. Uh, it's about my book. Oh, the, the title of the book is uh, Vocal Vocal Impact, How to Reach Your Targets with Your Voice. It's it's uh, simply translated now to English. Yeah, it's in German, Of yeah. course, in, in, in German, it's, it's, it's only in German, as I mentioned before. And um, so uh, I got another website now, vocal minus impact.de uh, this is the the company website now it's it's just one pager in the moment but around this website uh, the whole company will develop and there are some informations I'm doing a blog there really it's um, I've started that because people said hey tell us your story uh, how you develop your company and uh, how you do everything and I started that, and uh, today I had a very uh, interesting meeting with my creative team. Uh, they will do uh, many of the social media work. Uh, for me, they will... Um, uh, that's, that's what they can do best for me. Uh, they simply help me in, in uh, getting seen better... Uh, in, in over social media that's what i'm very excited about too it's just a few hours we spoke about that and we'll start that next week <laughs> oh, pretty cool so yeah probably by the time the episode will come out um everyone in the audience can um yeah, just go through the episode description find everything you you just told told them as well and man hell gazudo thank you so much again um had a great time had a great chat and um everyone listening I um, see you in the next episode and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for having me here. See you soon. Hear you soon.